Hello once again and welcome to this podcast that doesn't really have a name yet, so it's still in workshop. Uh, I'm your host, Nate, and with me is a very special guest, uh, my lovely wife, Jennifer. Go ahead and say hi to the lovely folks. Hello. <laughs> it's weird, right? It's just super weird to be a... It's like they, they're not actually here, but they're going to be in the future. It's weird, I know. Yeah. So the first section of... Our usual lineup is Ash Catching Ups. Everything is a little nerd themed. So first section is Ash Catching Ups and it's life updates. Um, so for the past week, I was in Fort Knox at uh, social media training and learned how to use a whole bunch of different tools and platforms. So everything from Facebook to LinkedIn um, and how to best use those to communicate our message as, as effectively and honestly as possible. Um, so I think that that was, uh, it, it gave me a lot of cool tools to use, um, and gave me a lot of interesting ideas on the production side too. So when I'm like designing a commercial or something, or, uh, thinking about a different way to kind of, uh, show the day in the life of someone, um, I've got more tools in my toolbox now to kind of make that happen. Um, and this week is the week of uh, Veterans Day. When this launches, it, it'll be either the day of or uh, just after Veterans Day. Um, and it's a, it's a unique holiday. Um, it's one that is supposed to be one of uh, like reflection and gratitude for, uh, for us um, in the veteran community. And I think that um, a huge part of it I think that a huge part of it that doesn't get talked about enough is the military family. So the veteran family that goes along with the veteran. Um, I feel like that's one that one of those things that's not talked about enough. So that's why I thought it would be important to have um, sort of another person from that, uh, your point of view about how life in the military is and um, the incredible amount of time and energy that is sacrificed by not just the person, not by the soldier, um, but also by the, the family members that go along and support with that. Um, I think that's really important to touch base on. And uh, I think that that's one of those things that should be talked about more often. Um, so thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. And I, I know that uh, a lot of people on the other side of this really appreciate it too. So normally we would go uh, into um, nerd news, talk about like games or something that's coming out, um, science, technology, uh, books, you know, whatever's going on. Um, I don't really have any updates for that though. I don't. Are there any movies or anything out there that you would want to see? Frozen Two. Frozen Two. <laughs> Is that out now? No, November 22nd. Okay, so we have a while then. Yeah. But So are you saying we're getting tickets to that? Yes. Okay, all right. We'll get Grace, our, our niece, and um, we'll all go see that together. Uh, let's see. What about any... Uh, how was your week? How was your week? Long. Long? <laughs> While I was away, what uh, what'd you do? I hung out with the dogs and worked. <laughs> and I went to yoga groom the little one what um what was your favorite thing about this week 
watching Hallmark movies as much as I wanted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a, it's not one of my favorite things in the world, but I know you love it. I know, I'll watch them every once in a while, but to just go back to back and back and see the same. Spoiler alert for anyone who ha hasn't seen a Hallmark movie, but it starts with a small town girl coming or going to the big city, realizing that big city is bad, loving small town, and then falling uh, falling in love with some someone back home. And then they get together and they live in the small town forever. <laughs> with Christmas. <laughs> That's it. That's every Hallmark movie broken down. Um, let's see. So the next section is called Don't Play Dumb, where uh, we highlight some stupid people in the news. And I know that we talked about uh, some weird news yesterday at dinner. Um, right now, the, the weather is super crazy. So there's a, like a frost advisory all the way down to Florida from the north to the south. So, you know, it'll probably be over by the time this comes out. But um, still, pretty weird. What... Uh, do you remember any of the weird highlights from yesterday? Um, you can say no, that's fine. <laughs> Only weird stuff from home. Like what? <laughs> like somebody taking their pickup pick truck out in the country and just stealing a bunch of girls. It's <laughs> weird. Say that again. Someone... Back at home, going out in our in our home stomping ground field, Laria, and stealing a bunch of grills. That's right. That's right. You did tell me about that. <laughs> there, so there was yeah. We uh, we don't have like crazy Grand Theft Auto. We have Grand Theft Grill. Um. So you know, it, Grand Theft Barbecue. It was really that sounds really weird. That was the camping stuff too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like. We live out in the middle of the corn, and so individuals who live out there have nothing to steal but corn and corn paraphernalia, so that would be uh, the camping gear. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see, so the next section is called uh, One Up, and that's usually where uh, we answer some of the army questions or we do career field highlights, um, and I think that for, for this, it's more important to start talking about uh, Veterans Day. So. For for me, this will be this is our eighth Veterans Day together. Yes. So we've been we've been celebrating Veterans Day pretty pretty. Cons I don't know. That sounds dumb. But we've been celebrating Veterans Day uh, for the last eight years, and it, each year's been a unique experience. It's never the same. Um, you know, the two years ago was my first march in a parade. That was really really cool um, in downtown Newark. And um, it was very, very cold. And now they're not doing a parade anymore because there's just not a big enough turnout, which is a little sad. It's that a little disheartening. Very sad. So, but uh, yeah, that's where we are today. You know, just it's people are busy. They're always working or, um, you know, it was also bitter cold. So there's that. You know. um, but yeah, uh, let's see. You know, the most, well, actually a few of them I've been in school yeah. So you've had to had to deal with those alone. Um, so for Veterans Day, it's usually a day where people go out and they say thank you for your service. You know, they appreciate the men and women who've served for generations and the ones who are still serving now. 
Um, but what, I, what they, you know, the people who don't get enough credit are the veteran families. Um, so Jen, thank you for, you know, your support and everything that, uh, you know, I've done through the army. And I know that there are a lot of spouses out there who go through some seriously hard times. You know, it's not, that is not an easy thing to endure. You know, it's, it, and in a partnership, um, it's, it's incredibly important to, understand that both people are they're providing a form of sacrifice you know if it's um, moving from one location to the other it's um, having an incredible pool of friends but you know the pool always changes um, and the same thing goes for uh, you know just the when a soldier goes on deployment it's uh, up to the spouse to endure back here and um, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff to take care of when, uh, you're on your own. It's not easy. Uh, so how, how did you get through kind of some of those harder times? Well, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah, I know. It really puts you on the spot. <laughs> well, I took that time while you were deployed to go home and be with my family. Um, I know not every wife likes to do that and some of them judge that, but my family is everything, and that's my support unit, and that's what I did. And it made it much more bearable to go back to familiar and be around the people that love me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when you're in school and stuff, I most of my friends, their husbands were gone too, so... We all just kind of band together and have dinners and yeah. That's really cool. They have the uh, so there's a there's a special group dedicated to the spouses that are back home all the time. What's that group? Family readiness group. Yep, the family readiness group. So how did they kind of help? Um, and it doesn't have to be just like during a time of deployment or when we're in the field or something, but I know the FRG was pretty close knit uh, at our last unit. So, well, for me, I think you're moving to a new place. The best way to make decent friends is to go to an FRG meeting and start volunteering. That is how I found some of the best friends that I ever met. And I mean, generally, if you're going to the FRG and you're volunteering, you're going to be, you're a good person. So you're going to meet good people. You're going to meet your kind of people. So that was a big help for me to have started to have friends and form a little group. Um, it was very helpful. Yeah. And that's, I actually met some of my friends through Jen's friends through the FRG. Um, that's true so it's kind of like it, it does cover a couple of bases you know it networks the soldiers together as well as the spouses and families um like there's some of the kids would play together and uh, a lot of the families just kind of melded together it was it was pretty cool to see well, holidays but you couldn't make it home well just spend them together kind of became family away from home yeah and a lot of people they don't know about that they you know because they yeah, you know, some people who join the military are, are are already married, 
Um, some of them aren't though, and they get married while the um, service member is currently in. Um, and they don't know that these these groups of people are out there and that they're not alone. Um, and That's... some of them definitely aren't prepared for what's about to you know go down. No, it's it's sad. Yeah, that's. I think that this and this is one of those resources. I think that I'm hoping people who are considering to uh, either considering joining or uh, maybe your loved one is just joining. You know, there is there's a community of people within the military um, that have your back, that have you uh, supported, and uh, you're you're never alone for the rest of your life. I think. I think that we've made lifelong friends for sure. Um, and I, I think that yeah. People move um, pretty frequently in the military, but uh, as we've moved, we've still been able to find new people. Um, we've been able to kind of uh, make make strong friends no matter where we go. And I think that not giving up and um, breaking out of that comfort zone is a little scary at first. I know for you, you were super shy before then. Yeah. Well, that is not the case anymore. I'd say still a little bit. <laughs> it's it has I have to push myself. It doesn't come naturally for me. Yeah, and it's that's it's that's a real uh, struggle that a lot of people probably go through. Um, so you're definitely not alone in that. Um, a few of your friends from uh, oh yeah for sure. Yeah. It's not easy. So, but having that support both where you're moving to and where you're coming from um that helps out a lot because uh, you know as much as service members sacrifice and we do sacrifice a lot um the families also sacrifice and i think it's important to recognize that yeah, thank you. Um, and I, I mean if you had one piece of advice to give someone uh, a spouse whose um you know significant other was about to join the service what would you tell them to kind of help prepare well um <laughs> it's funny I actually watched Army Wives I had I had talked to my pastor who is a retired army chaplain and he told he recommended to watch that but just be aware that that not all of it is accurate but <laughs> yeah, that's true <laughs> and that I would be living like a certain character not like the other ones but uh yeah, the, I, I wouldn't be hanging out with the general's wife. Like, that's not an accurate <laughs> portrayal. But I felt like that was helpful because these characters go through all kinds of things together. And and cause I, just, I just reached out to people that I knew. I talked to another retired army chaplain from another church as well and just kind of did my research. Yeah, I, that's always my advice is to do a little bit of research, but you know, you can only Google so far and get all the information. So I think reaching out to that network of people was probably probably one of the best things that helped both of us through uh, like the the fear of the initial joining because we I mean, we both had no idea really what we were going into. We had an yeah. idea um, I know your recruiter helped you. Yeah, a yeah. lot actually. Steph Sarn Vaughn, he was a awesome individual who, you know, he he had his own family too, and um, you know they they went through it all once, and having that that kind of family connection uh, where you know his family and our family could could communicate that was super important. Um, so yeah, that's 
that's good insight. I think that'll help out a lot of people. Um, let's see. What was one of your favorite times um, as a army spouse? Ooh, that's a good question too. I don't know, really. <laughs> that's a hard one. Well, you can pick a couple. You don't have to pick like that. You don't have to rank them. I really just loved our girls' nights. I loved uh, the diversity of my group of friends. It was literally my last group that I had. They were from everywhere. And we'd come together and bring food from like a family recipe or something and just to, or even just one from our culture and just bring it together. And we had a blast doing that. I had a friend from the Philippines, a Vietnamese American, a Italian German, a Me Mexican, a Mexican American, and a girl from Connecticut. Like we were just very diverse and it was just so neat. But we all, we all had so many, we all came from different places, but we all have that one thing in common and it was really neat. That's pretty powerful. I like that. I think that was, I think that's, it's pretty cool. Uh, definitely unique. That's not something that you would normally find, you know, just working a regular nine to five or something. Like yeah. If, <laughs> if we, uh, you know, if we moved to like Toledo or something and then I was, we were just, you know, like I was a dude at UPS or something and, you know, you were a florist or something, you, you wouldn't get that type of diverse connection pool. No. You know? So... Uh, let's see. I would I would say one of my favorite moments in the military. Um, I think I think the the military like the military intelligence ball. Oh, that was neat. Yeah, I think that was really cool. That uh, was a that was a very unique one because it was just for the MOS, and that was just fascinating. Yeah, the MOS uh, by the way is the job. So for um, military intelligence jobs, they're all in one big group. And there was a military ball dedicated specifically to that at the last uh, base we were at. Um, and so basically it's a it's a giant ballroom filled with a bunch of nerds and their spouses. Um, and we do a bunch of nerd stuff. And, yeah. All but, from different units. Yeah. It was, so you didn't really know very many people, but it was neat. Yep, again, breaking out of that comfort zone. Yes, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but there was a lot of sincere joy to be had at that. That was pretty cool. That's yeah. one of my favorite moments. And that grog is the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. It was um, pretty. It was very pretty. It was purple and sparkly. So. It's delicious. It was very strange. They're not normally good, just so you know. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, so the next section is usually community connection or LAN party. Um, so this is where we highlight some businesses that are military friendly and things like that. Um, and for Veterans Day, for those of you who are looking for some Veterans Day deals, I know that uh, Texas Roadhouse has a free steak for someone. I think Applebee's has a free appetizer or something like that for you. Uh, maybe a few select meals. IHOP always does a, a breakfast. Um, let's see. You can get you know certain percentages off. If you just Google it in your area, Veterans Day deals, you'll find it. But... Also, a good site that was sent through the... FRG was milita militarybenefits.info. 
and that'll cut pop up in the Google too, and it will show all the restaurants and different hip uh, stores and even beauty salons. A lot of veterans can get free haircuts at many salons. Yeah, just be sure to check that out. And then the next section is selfless service squad, where we would normally highlight a servant leader. Um, for Veterans Day, I think it would be uh, a cool to highlight some of the family members of ours who've served. Um, so for uh, for you, that's actually a pretty diverse pool. Yeah, it really is. And my family, I have Air Force, Army, and Navy. And and quite a few uncles and and two grandpas that have served. So yeah. It's pretty neat. Yeah. And I think I think at least one male from every generation of my family has has also served. Um so I think I all the way back to great grandfather on on mom's side. So Wow. Cuz I saw I saw grandpa had a picture of him, his dad and his brother and his dad was in a military uniform. I think that was World War II. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, my great-grandpa served in World War II as well. Yeah. I don't think I had anyone who served in Vietnam or Korea. Um, One of my great-uncles served in Korea. So. And, you know, the rest of them are all pretty modern war. So. Hmm. Looking at... Uh, my father and stepfather um, both served. One uh, was an MP, one was infantry, military police, and one was infantry. Um, and they, well, yeah, one went to Panama and Korea, and one went to Germany, and uh, both had crazy different experiences. So, yeah. Um, and then, of course, when we were kids, we would move around a lot. And um, there's a couple. Uh, there's one uh, group in particular. Uh, my uh, brother Mike who is now a warrant officer he's a super nerd um, so he's in the signal corps of the army uh, that, those, uh, those, that about covers it I think your cousin oh yeah all those nerds yeah so uh, looking at uh, cousin Rob uh, Jeremy, Jessica uh, e uh, yeah Ian um, who's uh, yeah he's super nerd as well um, let's see. Man, I forgot. How did I forget that? That's I don't super know. crazy. We're yeah. in the same branch. <laughs> yeah, that's super same weird. Same last name. Anywho. Uh, so then we would move on to high score, where we highlight a local recruiter for doing something really good. Um, and uh, we hit a pretty good one last week. I don't, I've been, because I've been at the conference, I don't really have anything for this, but uh, uh, to kind of cover everyone so we're doing a who's your warrior campaign so if you have a family member or a friend who you want to honor as a veteran send their picture or their name to uh, the post on our facebook page and um you know give them a quick little shout out and we'll be sure to honor them um this veterans day um and, and it, it'll go throughout the entire week so we'll do a final video at the end of veterans day week and uh, kind of give the shout out to each one of them individually. So if you want to do that, go ahead and head to our Facebook and uh, follow that campaign, the Who's Your Warrior, not the What's Your Warrior, which is the national campaign that just launched on Saturday. Also check that out on GoArmy.com, but it's 
Um, you know, that's a, that's a separate thing altogether. Then we would have a new player where we would uh, highlight a someone who who just recently joined. Um, and for this, I don't, I don't, again, I've been out of the loop, so I don't really have anything for this. Uh, then we have a mission improbable where you probably won't, but you should focus on improving a certain thing for yourself this week. Uh, so I would say for those of you out there who are um, listening to this now, what I would say is try to be... Uh, try to find something to be grateful for. Find something, um, you know, that you're, you maybe you take for granted, something that uh, maybe you, uh, you, you know, just a part of your daily life that you never realized was there. Stop and take a few minutes just to kind of think about maybe something that you don't have or, or wow, that sounds silly, something that you have that you didn't realize had incredible value. Um, so, for example, if you're driving on your way to work, you could be super grateful for the car that you have because Lord knows we almost had one of those issues <laughs> where we didn't have a car anymore um, because uh, we had some older cars and they were just they were going to going to junk. It was pretty bad, but now we're on the up and up. So that's yeah. one thing. I, yeah. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for my crazy car, my crazy cool car. What about you? Um, I am grateful to be living in a house instead of an apartment, a house that has our own driveway so we don't have to share. <laughs> I know it may sound silly, but that's a huge thing. <laughs> yep. It's a huge thing. Yep. So... Uh, let's see. So now I will talk a little bit on service, on what it means to serve. Uh, so this will kind of be like the, the last thing that for this podcast episode today. Um, you know, for me, the embodiment of service is selflessness. It's sacrificing your time, sacrificing your efforts, all of your energy. Um, I think that to serve is, is not just being, you know, um, it's not like a vanity grab. It's not, hey, look at me. I'm in. I'm in the service. Look at me. Look at me. Um, it should not be about that at all. It should be about wanting to help others and, uh, you know, improving yourself along the way. And I think that uh, the true meaning of service is is honestly selflessness. I think it's that willingness to give of yourself, um, and that's that goes for the family unit as well, not just for the soldier. I think that, you know, it's it's a team decision. It really is. And it can take you to some incredible places. It can also put you through some um, very powerful hardships. Uh, it's not always easy um, and it's not always fun, but it can be uh, a good, strong mixture of the two. Um, so it's, yeah, service to me means... Uh, you know, going to the, you know, the far reaches of the world and providing emergency food, water, medical attention, shelter to people uh, who have none, um, providing a way to sustain themselves, trying to help them get on their feet, you know, build up a society that can sustain itself. Um, and that's why I like I, I loved the first deployment mission set, all of the Africa missions, because uh, a huge portion of that was humanitarian aid. You know, providing that fresh, clean water, providing emergency medical treatment, because they don't have things as simple as, you know, cold and flu medicine. 
So that stuff goes a long way very fast. Um, and I think that, that, you know, it's not because it's not jazzy enough. It just doesn't hit the news. But that that mission set is going on every day across the world. Um, so while it might not sell a few papers, it saves thousands and thousands of lives every day. Um, and that's that I think that's one of the strongest reasons for the army to do what we do. Um, and the, even, you know, when we were when I when we were in Iraq and we were clearing ISIS out of there, the the sincere joy and great uh, like the, the women and children and, and men who were rescued from hostage situations were incredibly grateful and so happy to not have to endure that anymore. Um, I'll never forget some of those faces and, uh, you know, just being able to be a part of that mission is, is incredibly humbling um, and it'll have a lasting impact on their lives uh, and hopefully you know, spread a little bit of that uh, positive impact across the world. That's, that's what I'm truly hoping for uh, when I serve is to improve the lives of the people I encounter every single time. Um, and I can't see the fruits of my labor all the time, and that bugs me a little bit because um, I don't know how many of these messages are getting out there and helping someone to either, you know, um, feel like maybe they're not alone, feel like maybe uh, there's there's resources available for individuals who are going through a hard time that um, maybe they're considering joining, maybe they're not, maybe they're just trying to help improve themselves on a professional career level, you know? Um, I think that these types of talks will help people be able to nail that interview for the dream job that they've been looking for for years. Um, or maybe they're trying to find a way to boost their resume or they're trying to figure out what makes them happy. Because uh, recruiters do so much more than recruit. Uh, they, they help people identify what makes them passionate. What, they'll help them build a career plan from nothing. And I think that's one of the most valuable but not discussed resources out there is use your recruiters to help make yourself a better person in general help get yourself out there help plan your education help plan your career because um, it might not be in the in the military but at least understanding kind of who you are as a person um, that will go a long way and i think that a discussion with a recruiter will help identify some of those goals um, and that's what I always tried to do when I was working in the Newark office. Uh, and that's what I still try to do. Although, because we, I have such a, a vast different, vastly different reach and platform now, um, I can't always see the immediate results of that. So, whereas when I was in Newark, I could see whether or not someone got the job, whether or not they were able to, you know, become a firefighter or police officer or, you know, it just, there's so much stuff out there. And that's the kind of connection that I like to make. That's why I volunteered for a lot of things too. You know, like we built uh, the retaining wall at one of the community parks. Um, we did the toy drive, we did food drives, we did uh, stuff for the homeless community. Uh, it's, it, there's so much different, so many different ways for people to reach out and, and give of themselves. And that's what service really is uh, for me. Uh, what do you think? What do you think service, what does service mean to you? I don't know. It's a thinker, I know. I mean, I pretty much just support you. Well, it's more than that. You support other family members, too. 
Yeah, I guess volunteering at the FRG. Which is more more so on a, on the base. Mm-hmm. This is a whole other world, but when I was on the base, yeah, there's so many different uh, groups to be involved in. Like the Green Plate Welcome to help new spouses feel welcome and the care team that was there if somebody was going through grief to do the simplest things going to the grocery store for them or taking care of their pets or just listening to them cry just uh, things like that or the or to be a key caller that checks in every now and then and relays messages while the guys are gone and you've helped people here too you know just not in a military capacity yeah so like you've you've helped family members or families around this community that you know they've been going through a hard time uh, and you've been that that you've been able to listen to their problems and help offer suggestions and even you know offer to pitch in for a lot of them um, be that you know some time some work um, helping to clean up their house or helping to you know just even the smallest stuff goes a long way um, and I think that you gain those skills from being um, a support from this service, from the from the army, the skills that you gained from being a army spouse. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. So, at least from my perspective, you've transformed from a very very shy and quiet person at the beginning to um, an extremely um, caring and um, supportive person, out very outgoing when you. Uh, when you want to be and you know you've definitely stepped out of your shell um, you, you're just more you're more um, bold I guess is probably a good way to say it thank um, you so yep service does a lot and it's not just for those who served it's for the families as well um, and I hope that you you the audience were able to glean a little bit of a glimpse of what that can mean um, so for the next section of walkthrough, what's coming up for next week, it's Veterans Day week. So we will be attending a lot of different events. We'll be doing some highlight videos. So be sure to check those out. Um, for AOL Disc, which is uh, covers a sponsor that's not really a sponsor. Uh, we're both drinking some delightful tea here. Uh, so I guess today's sponsor would be uh, Tivana, um, who is now no longer a business. So. Or Lulu Max. What is uh? What's that? That's the local farmers market tea. Oh yeah. Well, we can't actually plug a real business in there. Well, oh well. What the <laughs> heck? You know. But uh. So yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm back. <laughs> they have really good tea. Um. Do you have any last advice for uh, family members who whose loved ones are about to join? Mm. Or for those who've joined before? I definitely recommend when you get to your new to your first duty station, definitely checking out the FRG. Sometimes it gets a bad rap, but that is how I found my support unit out there. And definitely Definitely make time keep your for your support unit back home. Don't forget where you came from. 
they will always have your back as well. Solid. And uh, my advice for the soldiers who are about to serve, um, well, first off, for the ones who have served, thank you for laying the foundation for where we are as a military today. Um, I'm just the, the latest century at the fort, but you are the ones who built it. And I'm incredibly grateful and in awe of the, the amazing feats that you've performed in order for us to be where we are today. Um, thank you for those who are serving right now. Um, when I look to my left and to my right and I see my brothers and sisters in arms, um, it's the biggest family in the world. And I'm incredibly grateful to have such high quality professionals working with me every single day. Um, and then lastly, but definitely not least, thank you to uh, the, the family members who are serving and have served. Um, without them, we literally could not be the uh, high performing military force that we are. It takes the support of everyone um, and the, the family support, the home support, is the most important one of all. Um, so thank you to the military families. Thank you um, to those who've served, those who are serving. And thank you to the American citizen for allowing us to serve you, the public. Um, at the end of the day, that is the, uh, that is the one that we answer to. We serve the public. And without you guys, there really is no army. So, you know. That's, uh, that, that's one additional aspect to consider. So thank you. So thanks again for listening. If you want to check out more, be sure to check out our links and uh, go, support some, go support a veteran this week. Um, say something as simple as thank you for your service. I know it sounds cheesy and it sounds corny, and sometimes it is, um, but it does every once in a while, it does restore my faith in humanity. Uh, so it, it, does mean, uh, it does mean a lot when it's uh, especially when it's sincere you know you, you can tell if you're just saying it to say it don't even waste your breath but if you're sincerely grateful um that that means a lot to the families to the service members to everyone that means a lot um, so all right guys sorry this was a bit of a heavy episode but we hope that you could sit through it and uh get get some good information out of it and you know laugh along with us every once in a while so if you uh if you need us you know where to find us we'll see you out there